0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the BodaCast. I am James. I'm going to be your host today. I'm joined by the usual crew, Zach, Drew, Chris. How are we feeling today, boys? What's up, brother? What's going on, my soggy people? (laughs) What's up, my soggy people? All right, we have a fantastic episode ready for you today. Uh, We got a great week nine recap. We got a week 10 preview, as we always do. We got our game of the week. We got some news in the NFL. We got some college football playoff rankings coming out. Actually, as we record this, so that's going to be interesting. Uh, Zach, we're going back to your NHL talk. Drew, we got you talking some danger chat. And then we got our poll of the week. So let's kick it off uh, right off the bat the Thursday night game um, Halloween, Spooksville, 49ers Cardinals. Um, that one, <laughs> uh, 49ers Cardinals, once again, the Cardinals had a great like comeback going. They kind of just sputtered out, and too many mistakes started to add up. There was a miss, or not a miss call at the end, but um, you saw the ref. It was a whole, like, first down dispute that seemed like it should have gone the way of the Cardinals and could have given momentum, but obviously did not. What do you guys think of that?
1: Well, at this point, I don't think you can ever discount ref ball as being a major deciding factor in, in games. Um, so that part doesn't surprise me. Uh, the Cardinals' big comeback against uh, a team like the 49ers in that defense, that is surprising, though.
0: Yeah, we were actually, we were, Chris and I were going out for Halloween, and uh, we turned—we went in, and the game was on, and we're like, wait, what the hell? Like, is that really the score I right
2: now? Like, the cards were going to win. I thought yeah, I was right.
0: so sold on a Kyler Murray comeback
2: happening, and it just did not happen. Um, I know.
1: So very good.
2: But yeah. does it also say don't ever count the 49ers out this season? I mean,
1: absolutely.
2: There was yeah, I I mean, think... what was it? It was twenty-one fourteen when we walked in into the bar. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, the 49ers came back. The defense stepped it up, and they took the lead.
0: How Wouldn't about play, but... <laughs> how about Emmanuel Sanders fitting into their offense? Fucking perfectly. I think he has two touchdowns in two weeks. Yeah, Some, I he scored him. both weeks.
2: He's I mean, a- he, he's, he's fit
3: really seamlessly into that offense. I mean, I feel like Kyle Shanahan and Jimmy Grable have done a really good job of working him into their schemes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, and just another piece that they can add to that offense that's, that's really seeming to click, at least in the past two weeks.
1: Yeah, I, I think they went out and got him for a reason. I think they had um, ideas in mind for him from the start. Um, that receiving core really needed a, a veteran leader, um, someone yeah. to, you know, rely on. Um, but a lot of, lot of good young talent there. I, I think that's a, a going to be a really solid receiving core in the next two or three years.
0: I think so, too. They have a lot of young potential, but uh, let's keep it rolling on here. Uh, first game we're going to kick off with after that in the Sunday slate, Texans 26, Jags 3 in the U.K. I had it written at first as Minchu Mania over question mark. Zach had quickly changed that to a period... As we know now, Nick Foles should be more existing. of an exclamation point. I was a little surprised when
3: when they tweeted that out.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, Nick Foles right in there. Uh, McIntyre didn't have a great stat line either. I think he had something. He had a high number of turnovers. Looks like almost four. <laughs> he didn't have a you no. Know, he didn't have a great stat line. But I mean, I
3: don't. I don't know why. I, I feel like they should. They should at least play him one more game. I mean, they're what
1: four and four. I don't. Yep. I don't see the point in rushing Nick Foles right, back exactly. when you have a quarterback like Mitchell. I mean, if you're, you know, if you didn't win a game while Nick Foles was gone and you looked horrible, right? Sure, rush him yeah, back as quick as you back. can. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if you're still winning games, let the time, let the dude take his time to heal. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: yeah. No. Absolutely. You I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, don't, don't really know the whole story. It could be. It could be Nick Foles' decision to come back. You know what I mean? If he, if he's the one saying that he's fully ready, then it's up to what Doug, not Doug Peterson, who's the. So, um, Doug, Doug Marone, excuse me. Doug Marone. It's up to Doug Marone. I mean, it, that's his call, which quarterback he puts in. So,
0: I mean. Yeah, and you don't. I mean, like to w. be fair, you don't pay someone to ride the bench. Like, you don't pay them True. Nick Foles money to ride the
1: bench. No. Hell right.
0: no. And, well, he the backup of all time.
2: But really.
1: it, when, you, when it comes down to it, it, is one or two more games really enough to be like, oh, we're paying this dude too much for him to sit two more games?
0: I guess, but even in, if you look at the AFC South right now, I mean, they're split up by two games. The Jaguars are at four and five. Texans are at six and three. The, those two games could make a difference, especially with the Colts splitting them at five and three. I think, I still think it's the Texans and Colts division. Like it's between them easily. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but
0: yeah. the Jaguars made it known that they're here, which I'm, I'm completely discounting the Titans in last place at four and five somehow, but uh, yeah, now we're, <laughs> we're ignoring the
2: Titans. go back to you. So, Minchu didn't have a terrible game. He had two interceptions, but he had three oh nine yards. Deshaun Watson only had two oh one yards with two D two touchdowns. So yeah. I mean even though they only got three points.
3: Yeah, but don't forget he also did give up a fumble too. Did he? he has fumbled a lot this year. Yeah, I mean if you if you looked at his offensive line and wonder I wonder why. He's been getting sacked like a motherfucker.
2: That's a hundred and eight more passing yards though than Watson. It's not, I guess. I mean, uh, the scoreline
0: favors Watson.
2: Oh, obviously. Also, shows I think off.
0: this was a Carlos Hyde game, which was very rare. Carlos Hyde had a great rushing game, which is was one of the every other and season.
1: garbage wise, he, he didn't find the end zone. He had a fumble too. Um, he had to fumble right before
0: the end zone. Right. I like seeing Duke Johnson get involved. Um, he's been he's been pretty decent for them when they needed him. I mean, I'm like in in passing scenarios too. So that's, that's always how he's been, even in Cleveland too. I was gonna say, I mean, in Cleveland, I love Duke. I I want nothing but the best for him. When he left or won a trade, I was like, I understand. Like you're buried in that backfield, and you could be not a one running back, but you know you can be utilized and have such a better role in a different system. Yeah. So I mean, especially with Deshaun Watson playing the way he has, that's one of my other storylines. of this is Deshaun fucking Watson just gets out of every tackle. He's an evasive-ass a quarterback. And has, it looked like that knee injury two years ago or a year ago, whatever it was, never happened. Yeah. He, yeah, he, he looks like, fully confident
1: on that thing. Absolutely. It's, it's nice to see.
0: Yeah, also sneaky good on that uh, Jags line is Josh Allen, but that's a whole other discussion about defense. They still need a lot more pieces. We'll see what they do in the draft this year. Yeah. Uh, Next game on the slate, the double-doink revenge game. The Bears and the Eagles. Bears still fall short again. I believe it was one yard total passing at half, which I don't know how you do. Uh, yeah, stat, stat, line
3: right. on, stat line on, on the half, um, I think they had negative 10 yards total.
0: Yeah, it wasn't
1: great. I think, I mean, I think that
3: may have been including penalties. Uh, don't quote me on that. But there was a stat flying around there that it was they had negative 10 yards total. So...
0: Yeah, no that, that bears offense is trash. Mitch Trubisky is trash. And I have, yeah, I, I, think have to hear. I think I think it's time that they bench him. I I do too, but who's behind him? Chase Daniel, oh, who Chase actually Daniels. knows how to Chase run that offense. Daniels. No, Chase Daniels. 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 For
1: a quarterback, you can put Chase, Chase Daniels five. and get a yeah. couple wins. Well, but look what look at how much better the offense looked when Chase Daniel was playing quarterback when Trubisky got hurt. Mm-hmm. I know. They looked like an, an NFL like offense, a, like like not not a great one, but like but a, a competent
0: one, right? Exactly. That's that, that's <laughs> and great. that's all we really want here is a competent team, like a competent like running team. That's it, all you need. You're thinking
3: about a competent running team, just like the Bears' defense is just getting left out to like left to hang. Like that. That's what I think is happening to the Patriots. The same thing can happen to the Patriots. You know, their defense is 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 fantastic, but if their offense is just going to keep leaving leaving them out, they're 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 just going to get worn down.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. Patriots for sure. offense scored 13 points last game because they gave up a fumble that went for seven. So Correct. The yeah. Patriots offense netted them 13 points last game. Right. <laughs> That's bad. Right. Moving
0: right along, Vikings-Chiefs, uh, three-point game. Chiefs won that 26-23. to um, Last-second field goal. I have it written here. Matt Moore absolutely earned himself a contract somewhere. Like, he, he earned himself not a Sam Bradford-type deal where he's worth a first round no matter how many fucking knee injuries
1: he has. I'm mm-hmm. pretty
0: sure Matt Moore has secured himself for the next, like, couple of years to get paid.
1: I don't know that Matt Moore wants to play football for years. <laughs> no, I mean, I think he wants to go back to coach. living his life and coaching a high school team and <laughs> hanging out with kids and... <laughs> Andy Reid just kind of pulled him off of the couch and was like, dude, come on. <laughs> we need you. Andy <laughs> Reid is
0: really good with backup quarterbacks, too. I mean, he, he is historically a, a pretty decent coach overall. I mean, no Super Bowls. Yeah, or he thing. just
1: has no idea how to manage a clock
0: at oh, all. That's always been his issue. Yep. Always, always, always. I always just want to say i was saying, yeah, Zach, talk to me, talk to me, baby. Oh, you you know what's coming, don't you? Oh, I know what's, you know what's coming. coming. Uh, Feed me, baby. Uh,
3: so I know, I know. James and I discussed this before uh, we started our podcast, but um, their offense look their offense looked pretty confident without Patrick Mahomes, wouldn't you say, there, James? Looked
0: pretty good.
3: Looked pretty look, good. Look pretty decent with Matt Moore, who was just recently a high school football coach, didn't they, James? Well, like,
0: oh, pretty solid. So, wouldn't you like to say that? Maybe it's the system? Well, Zach, what could you possibly be saying about Patrick Mahomes? I don't think Patrick Mahomes is as good as everyone else thinks. Whoa, hot take in the streets. Old state. Wow. Now, Zach, are you calling Patrick Mahomes a system quarterback?
1: Yeah. All right, well, let's take a step back here for just one second. <laughs> I do think that the Chiefs' offense looks competent. I, hell, i even say that they look good without Patrick Mahomes. Just saying, Patrick Mahomes but, lost them two games. But, fair, but I also don't think necessarily that they lose to Green Bay if they have Patrick Mahomes. Okay. And I don't think that they're kicking a last-second field goal to beat the Vikings. I think they win those games fairly comfortably. Maybe not the Green Bay game, but I think they beat the Vikings fairly comfortably. And... Yeah. I think Patrick Mahomes, without a doubt, has the ability to be a game changer like Matt Moore is just, yes, does not. It's and sport, <laughs> baby, 3 3. I'm with Drew here. I was going to say, Chris, what's your
2: input on this? What do you got? I'm with Drew. I mean, almost exactly what he said. I think Mahomes has the ability where that system is good, mm-hmm. but Mahomes can change outcomes of the game. He, Like he just said. They only won by three against the Vikings. He could have made that a ten-point game.
0: Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll keep going on this. We'll talk about some more system quarterbacks that we think I, later. Like later. I just want to put us. out a disclaimer.
3: <laughs> I don't actually think he's a system quarterback. That was just me fucking around with James before the podcast. I, do think, I do think
1: oh, it's. I, oh, I do think. Whatever. 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 Whatever.
3: Oh, fine. I like Patch as oh, a oh, quarterback. He's a gunslinger. Um, oh. However, I think the system is very, very helpful for him. I think if he went to another team that didn't have as good of an offensive system as Andrew Reid has in Kansas City, he wouldn't be the same
1: quarterback. And now I that's what put, I would. That's that is my take. I do want to say one more thing. I think that Matt Moore is a very intelligent quarterback, which helps in that situation. Yeah. I, I keep going back to that throw he made to Travis Kelsey in the Green Bay game. Where he put How that ball, up. Kelsey was not looking for the ball where it was, but he gave him time to run under it and find it. That that's Patrick, a veteran Patrick move. In no, not Patrick Mahomes. Matt Moore. Oh oh oh! I'm sorry. My apologies. I thought you said Patrick Mahomes. Matt, Matt Moore Pat put that ball up. What? Intelligent or competent? Both. Oh, we got a both. <laughs> both. Because both is better than not both. I, fair. You're not going to hear me arguing
0: that point. (laughs) All right, keep it going, keep it going. Uh, Colts 24, Steelers 26. Steelers win this game on an Adam Vanateri missed field goal. Not the biggest story of that, though. Jacoby Brissett's knee going five different ways and having an MCL-ish injury, which I'm not sure what that means still. MCL-ish that's what says MCL ish injury. That's what they came out and said, and I was like, "Is this MCL or not? <laughs> like, it's just, it's it's like, like, sort of. <laughs> it's like kind of an MCL injury, but it also might be like a broken rib. Like, no, it's not how it fucking works. A broken rib. <laughs> yeah, it's
3: like Darren
2: may also, like, have
0: dislocated his pinky. Like,
2: yeah."
3: He has some um, he has chafing issue, issues under the near the gut point oh, area. Oh
0: man!
2: <laughs> I mean, so
0: personal issues. We leave that up to personal issues. Fair enough. So we're keeping on with this, um, Brian Hoyer, another former Patriot, steps in. I think he threw a touchdown on his first pass. Fantastic. Shortly thereafter, Minka Fitzpatrick, who turned out to be a fantastic trade for the Steelers. We'll talk about that a little bit more in a second. Uh, End up getting a pick six off that, I believe. Um, kid's good. Kid just needed
1: to get out of Miami. Let's talk Minka. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, the Steelers got a steal.
0: Steelers absolutely Hard got a steal. They traded
1: one first round pick
0: for last year, for a first round pick from last year, and it's paying off dividends.
1: Oh like, my god, he is unreal. Shut down cornered, inside and outside where he prefers to play. I mean, he's mm-hmm. safe. Fitzpatrick's a cornerback. He's a safety. I mean, he might play. Oh, he was always a corner in Miami. They had him playing like inside slot corner. That's, most are you of the thinking time. of Xavier Howard? No, they had Minka playing third slot corner in Miami for a while. Well, I mean that makes sense because you can
3: have the you can have the you know first safety doing that. I mean, if it's his first year in the league, but
2: you're doing great, guys.
0: Yeah, no, <laughs> great chat. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Miami, mean, how about that first win they got? Twenty-six I to eighteen you, I told you. old Jets. Um. So, uh, someone had to win that game I mean yeah, it was a football still... game right There were exactly. two teams yeah. they both played There was no way that could have ended in a tie uh, And if it did I think they should have just put both teams out
3: uh, You know off the alley and Take them out of their misery
0: Old uh, Yeller style Yeah
3: old um, Yeller yeah, yeah, style
0: So I mean it, it, it really does look like the entire Jets team is frustrated after this whole Trade deadline ordeal Jamal Adams looked frustrated after the game I'm sure Le'Veon Bell's frustrated after almost getting traded back to Pittsburgh. And Sam, what a storyline! That was a bad quarterback. I've heard a lot of talk that there could be potential that they're drafting another quarterback in a very heavy quarterback draft. He wasn't. He wasn't. Um, Cobb Bowles' pick necessarily. He wasn't the GM's pick. They picked the best available player at that position, and it was Sam, or at the time, and it was Sam. I, I I like Sam. I'm not huge on him, but I think he has potential to be better than what they're giving him. And I don't think they're setting him up for success. I agree.
3: I agree with that. I mean, I just think, like, if you're Adam GaSe, how do you not win that game? Crack eyes. No, I'm just I'm just saying. Is- no no no. Crack eyes. Exactly. But still, if you're Adam GaSe, how do you not prepare your team?
1: To win that game because they don't have an offensive line. He doesn't even handle Miami.
3: Apparently. I mean, yeah, <laughs> apparently, but but I mean, you know, you're coming off moving on from Miami to mm. this year. They're zero and what? Zero and eight? Zero and seven? Yeah. 0, zero and seven? How do you not win that game for if you're Adam Gaze? I don't
0: know. At least I... beat
3: the team, at least to beat beat the team that you were just on.
0: You know what I mean? I really, I really think that um I, I i don't know i think adam gates has been lucky in his career i think he got in like a couple really good positions like i know he was in denver with peyton manning which don't pretend like he made peyton manning good like that's just dumb and then he had a good year in chicago with um fucking what's his name i can't even think it's smoking jay cutler i i think him being labeled as a quarterback whisper is bullshit i honestly believe they move on from him in the offseason i you can't lose like that to, one, an interconference, inter inter-fucking-division rival, and, two, to a team that doesn't have a fucking win yet and it was talked about being the worst team, one of the worst teams in history at the beginning. And of the his
1: old team. He, sh- he should have had extra
0: fire to win that game. He should have. He might but, have already lost the locker room and it's fucking just at the half-point season. Yep. Um, let's move on here. Uh, Redskins 9, Bills 24. The battle of the modern goat running back here. Uh, Frank Gore, Adrian Peterson, going at it. Um, takeaways from this game, boys. Dwayne Haskins, not what I thought. Or not what anyone thought. I'm not big on Ohio State quarterbacks. I wasn't big on him in the draft. Um, and then David Singletary is shorter than I thought. Devin.
2: <laughs> Devin. Devin.
0: Devin Singletary. Yeah, and, and I know
3: what you're you're referencing specifically, and I thought this was a great thing. Um, you know the two running backs you just talked about, Adrian Peterson and uh, Frank Gore. After the game, Frank Gore goes over to AP, taps him on the shoulder because uh, he knows Devin Singletary wanted to talk to him after the game. Thought it was a really great look. That's also where I found out Devin Singletary is literally like five foot two.
0: Yeah, he's like five, five seven. I think, I think was like when I looked it up. Yeah, five, yeah, five okay. seven.
1: But
3: <laughs> I'm taller than him. Yeah. Which is not saying much, because I'm, I'm the smallest person out, out of this out of the boat cast here,
0: so. I really, wow, I actually smallest. didn't know that. Smallest, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't show on Skype, you know, you're doing a real good job of that. Yeah, I mean, we're all sitting, so. <laughs> you're doing a real good job. <laughs> um, not much else to talk about in that game. Moving right along. Titans 20, Panthers 30. I said it last week, you're going to expect Tannehill to slow down, even though we still had 331 through the air. It didn't look great for him. Um, stat line, otherwise, like stat line showing. Um, Kyle Allen, not bad, not bad. Not the answer for Cam Newton issues, I think. Um, well, it's not going to matter.
3: What? Well, it's not going to matter. I mean, as you as you must have heard. Yeah. They placed Cam Newton yeah. on the IR for the rest of the season. So he's Whether
0: or
3: time. not you, whether, whether or not
0: he's the answer, he's, he's the answer this year. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to have to be the answer. <laughs> he's the fill in the blank on this test. Like there's a random cat walking in the background there. Um <laughs> that is my cat Dave. Hi, Dave. I don't I honestly don't think they hang on to Cam next year. I still don't think Kyle Allen's the guy they're looking for, though. And like I said earlier, it's a they head go to Will Greer? draft. What's up? Do they go to Will Greer? I forgot Will Greer's on that team. I still don't think they go to Will Greer. I, I oh, wouldn't I go a to a chance. Greer. No. Like <laughs> don't even try to sell me on Will Greer and his steroided up ass. Um, <laughs> Christian McCaffrey keeps pushing on his uh, potential. Not really. We'll talk about this later. MVP candidacy uh, with 146 yards and two TDs or with two TDs on 24 carries. Uh, DJ Moore looks solid. I think he got over 100 yards, but I think he would benefit more from a real good QB sitting back there. I, I think he has a lot of potential
2: as a player. Absolutely. So, I agree. Back well, to Chris though. Is he what's making the Panthers' offense look good? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cam, so
0: what <laughs> does that was Kyle yeah, Allen,
2: So, does the quarterback really matter? I mean, it, it, is, it is Kyle Allen. Are we portraying Kyle Allen better as he is because of Christian McCaffrey?
0: Maybe. There's potential for that. I mean, that's not. But Christian
1: McCaffrey. Well, I, think by, those, I think by some stretch, all quarterbacks are kind of a representation of what's around them until they establish. Especially young quarterbacks like that. Yeah, um, yeah. They yeah, kind of yeah. feed on what they have. If they have a crappy team, they're going to be crappy unless you're Daniel Jones. Um yeah, but and here, he's just going to be Cap average. He's literally
2: owning. I mean, he's doing real well. Like what did he have? Two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, for
1: what yeah. he has,
2: they 146 yards with 24 carries. Yeah. yeah. And, and how many, like that's a lot. Yeah,
0: no, that's I'm not arguing
2: it. Especially taking taking the the brute force of the offense. I think he's the biggest part of that offense. So really Kyle. The, I mean.
0: With what you're saying, I think I can build off this. I think the reason Christian McCaffrey should be considered higher as an MVP. And like I said, we'll talk about this later on with the poll MVP stands for most valuable player, meaning on maybe as a whole, but to the most valuable player on the fucking Panthers team, it's Christian McCaffrey who has somehow took that entire team on his shoulders and carried them as far as he fucking could, win or lose. But we're going to keep it rolling. Got to keep it right along. Uh, Lions 24, Raiders 31. Matthew Stafford having a career year. Today he hit four oh or Sunday he hit 406, three touchdowns and an interception. On the other side of that, Josh Jacobs seems like the entire Raiders d- offense. Drew, how are you feeling as a Packers fan with the Lions kind of smelling, smelling <laughs> up there, I mean
1: sniff. it's nice to see um, it's something that we're used to mm-hmm. uh, it, it was weird to see them have hope to be <laughs> honest um, it was, it was kind of cool to have them be a contender for a while though I'm disappointed I, honestly they should have beaten the Packers um, but the Trey Flowers penalties and everything uh, uh, uh. it happens so that's, it's, it's a little disappointing to see them lose games in that fashion and that kind of killed their momentum Right. Um, but, but, yeah, I think they have a good decided for the future. If not, they're... Yeah, I mean, I, I don't disagree.
0: I, mean, I think they're setting up well. Just, we'll see how many years Matthew Stafford can keep this going. Um, like I said, I mean, Derek Carr had a solid game, but Josh Jacobs, man, e- easily my pick for Rookie of the Year. Without a
2: yeah. doubt. I agree.
3: I agree with that 100%. It was a
0: steal in the draft. Part of the reason I wrote a blog about him deciding to uh or him kind of deciding the Mac trade as of this year being like oh, it kind of seems like the lines, or the uh, Raiders might have won that trade but well, time will tell on that one for sure let's move on to one of my favorite subjects and that's shitting on Jameis Winston uh the Bucks 34 the Seahawks 40 in an overtime winner uh, Seahawks kicker missed yep. three fucking kicks between extra points and field goals and the Bucks could have capitalized if Jameis Winston wasn't so bad like, when you look at him on paper, it's like, oh shit, like, James had a good game. If you watch him and just fucking see what he does out there, you realize how bad my he bro, actually he's,
3: is. He these guys. Mm-hmm.
0: God. Oh, Jesus. yeah, they eating the dub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, eating the dub, you remember that? Oh, oh God. You can't go to someone so else's so house and fucking do that. Chris that was so bad. Box.
3: Oh, my God.
2: Chris, how are you feeling about the Bucs? <laughs> They're a lost cause. Come on.
1: I, what did
2: Zach say last week? Winston's going to get cut, and he's going to go steal crab legs in Miami again. Yep.
3: I could see – I honestly, I could see Jameis Winston ending up in Miami.
1: The problem oh is they have so much – It's many not that far off. It's bad for everybody.
2: I <laughs> hate to see the Bucks like that, though. They have a lot of good receivers. They have a lot of great talent. They do. They do. They have two really good receivers. I mean, if bad over there, come on. I mean, truthfully, Winston. Yeah, he gets points on the board, but barely. That's the thing. And you have Mike Evans, uh, Chris Godwin. It's when you have two. I'd call Godwin an elite receiver. Would you? I don't know if I'm ready to give that tag. Yeah,
1: uh, uh, yeah, I think he yeah. benefits a lot from Mike Evans being there. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Point is, he can First catch. Robin's very good, but not very elite.
1: Good. Well, good. See when you maybe.
2: Very good receiver, and then Mike Evans. Who would you call? Mike Evans an elite receiver? I call him a top. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Ten. Yeah. Top tier. Top, top
0: ten.
3: Yeah. Top, yeah. Okay. I would go top ten.
0: I was going to say possibly eight, top five, but top, I give him like six or seven. Um. Okay. Yeah. Moving, I mean, he moving has. We're, we're not going to talk about the Bucks that much more because I'll just go into a whole Jameis Winston rant. No, this um, I was just going to say Mike Evans has the physical attributes to be a top five wide receiver. Can we
1: talk that. about how it took the Seahawks overtime to beat the Bucks, though? That is a weird, weird thing. Yeah,
0: that is actually a good point. I didn't think of yeah. the that Bucks were winning for a long time. It they were. The well, I was.
1: Team I,
3: team I was watching. I was watching part of the game because my girlfriend actually does. Um, she does betting. Underground betting or whatever. <laughs> I don't I don't know what it's called. But
1: what?
3: she had she picked the Seahawks this week for her game. But uh you know, she's got sixty grand on the line. Good for her for that, that win. I don't know. I it was just I, I just took interest in that game. The fuck are you getting for the 60 six grand <laughs> on <Google.
2: laughs>
3: Fucking, why aren't they yeah, fucking? Your whole family does a thing, and don't worry about it. that
2: degenerate gambler?
3: No, my girlfriend's a degenerate
1: gambler. <laughs> oh, well. She has fucking it like, like she's not a 60. Underground medics. So, underground gambling for 60 grand? Your first <laughs> no, dude, if she
0: wins the she right like gets 60 cheese. What the fuck? Alright. Anyway.
2: A whole can of worms.
0: Uh. Packers 11, Chargers 26, Uh, Aaron Rodgers a flat day through the air. Uh, First off, I'd like to say thank you to Melvin Gordon and Anthony Lynn for both listening to the podcast. As after I apologized for saying Melvin Gordon was a a good fantasy take, he got 80 yards and two touchdowns, although mostly on the goal line. Still counts in fantasy. Uh, Eckler still had 70 yards rushing on the day, which is fantastic. So having that dual threat. And um, Drew, would you like to say anything to Chris? About last week? Uh, no. No. <laughs> no you're good. No. I'm defending no. Drew to the death on this one. Just because I mean, he has a bad week doesn't mean he's going to drop off. Oh, no, no, it's fine. I mean, like, the Chargers had Derwin James out there, right? So it was like, you know, it was reasonable they didn't have a good air game.
1: Yeah, fair. I mean, the Chargers <laughs> the the sure. <laughs> their defense. Their weakness, per se. Don't forget, Devontae Adams
3: is not playing still.
0: So they top wide receiver I no, he
1: played. I mean, played. No, he didn't. He didn't play last week. Devontae
0: Adams played,
1: didn't he? No. no, he played. He played. Yeah, that's what, I think that's what threw the offense off, to be honest with you. Is <laughs> Devontae Adams bad for the Packers? Not, no, no. <laughs> I I think reincorporating Devontae Adams in, re- into the offense again is going to take a week or two. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because, like,
3: heaven, loves his hate right. I mean, getting the ball to Ooh. him.
0: Rolling along into my, me spiraling into depression. The Browns lost a must win to the Broncos. I got to say, my boy didn't look awful. He didn't throw an interception. Um, I really think this one came down to the defense missing a lot of tackles. As we saw um, their defensive back, Whiteside, uh, going after anyone that tweeted at him, kindergartners and all, calling him crackers, telling him to fight him uh, on Twitter after the game, getting cut shortly after on Monday. Freddie Kitchen's not using Chubb. Like, if you have a top five running back, here's my thing. You have a top five running back. How do you not put him in on fourth and one? Even if you're not going to run him, just how do you not put Chubb on the fucking field? I don't understand that at all.
3: Listen, I, I'm with you, big boy. I feel for you. My heart goes out to you and all of Browns Nation because you literally hired what? Freddie fucking Kitchens.
0: Like, I yeah. Like hey, man, players. I had a whole post about this, too. Uh, there was a whole rumor about... My guy. He didn't even call his own plays last year. Yeah, there was a, there was a whole thing coming out that he wasn't the one calling the plays. and Yeah. Even for good. the offensive coordinator, he wasn't the one calling the plays. Um, Sorry, finish that. Finish. I want to hear what you have to say, James. So, another thing that's been the issue all year is the Browns haven't been able to capitalize in the red zone. I mean, I looked at one point. It was 12-something. I think it was 12-18. And... I was like, oh, cool. Like, we just didn't get a couple extra points. And then it turns out that Austin Siebert just nailing field goals in the red zone, which is not what you want. I mean, it's great that we have a reliable kicker. It's not great <laughs> that you have to rely on him that much in the red zone with that much talent around him. True. Away from that, give the Broncos some credit. They put a rookie in there. I can't remember his name. Did a great job. No Brand offense. Brandon Allen, Brandon Allen, another Allen. Really? Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. It was the week of the Allens. That's right. Dra- Al- I have, have no idea know. where he came. from. No, they drafted someone. They drafted another quarterback. Oh, they Drew drafted Lock, Lock, right? Drew Locke. Yeah. Drew Locke is out, or he might be back this week, but I don't right. know. Right. right. Noah Fant right. though, three receptions, 150 yeah. yards, and a touchdown. He looked really good. Part of that Iowa tight end factory I was talking about before, even still, missed tackling has a lot to do with that. It, Fair. It, he, and you have to wrap up. It's just the
1: game. Tackling it's actually a lost art at this point. Yeah. Yeah. it. sad anymore. to watch, honestly, at times. You're not You're, not you're kidding. fucking telling me. It's, it's horrible. <laughs> it's, it's just spiraling right.
0: alcoholism that's coming from this. Alright, speaking <laughs> of, oh, uh, the Pats season and potentially their dynasty might be over. Um... They lost to the Ravens. Um, they lost to the Ravens thirty-seven to twenty. Uh, Lamar Jackson absolutely abused Tom Brady in the pa- Or sorry, the Patriots defense. Tom Brady was a separate side of the ball. We'll talk about. But the read option was getting smacked around there. Um, how, guys, how do we feel about Harbaugh? Like he really showed why he's the better coach in this situation. Um, I mean, I, I'd have to agree with you honestly. That.
3: <laughs> i'm sorry i'm just looking at chris's face and unfortunately chris we're right but
1: you think that um, yeah i
3: thought and... i thought harbaugh had a really good game plan he probably studied honestly uh super bowl 52 he probably took a book out of the the eagles or doug yeah doug honestly, I mean, hey, if it works, it we have running. a quarterback that can run the ball and do read
0: option and and rpo and stuff like that
3: I yeah mean, but
0: then like you look at the other side of the ball with the patriots and like how how do you deal with that i mean it really kind of showed, like, aspects of why Tom Brady is a system quarterback.
2: You're yeah. You're asking for it, dude. You're asking for it. What do you mean? I back down just to punch you in the nose. I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about.
3: Um, um, yeah. I I mean, honestly, James, I, I have to agree with you. I mean, it's kind of like Kansas City. Same thing for me, except, obviously. Uh,
0: right. And Hatch we, Mahomes is a, is a better quarterback than Tom Brady overall. But it also might come down to coaching. I mean, it... Does this hurt Bill Belichick as not being the greatest coach and kind of falling behind Tom Landry, you guys think, or what? I, I really think this game
3: has, has put a really big hole in I'm in, signing out here.
2: I'll talk to you guys later. Should we call it there?
0: Um, No, we can keep going. Um, All right. Okay.
2: Let me chime in. Yeah, the Pats did not have a great game. Lamar Jackson abused the defense, like you just said, and it was impressive.
3: Lamar Lamar Jackson,
2: Jackson Tyreek. I, I cannot wait to watch him for the rest of the season. <laughs> <laughs> On playoffs, honestly, he's. A I think I think I
3: think the only two people that heard me were are the ones <laughs> currently about
2: to. <laughs> sorry. Anyways, continue. Hey, is this a national holiday that happens like three times a month?
0: No, but it is a segment, ladies and gentlemen. Today's hidden segment was trigger warning. It took Chris a minute forty-seven, <laughs> under two minutes to get Chris triggered about the Patriots. No, Thank no, no, you. no!
3: You missed it. Right, right. You missed
0: it, James. The minute you, the minute you started the segment, he went. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw it. I was waiting for like a serious thing, and I got a minute forty-seven out of it before That's I got triggered. That's bad. That's pretty good. You know, I'm I'm happy to get it sub too. we we'll, we'll keep trigger warning going. We'll, we'll- yeah, yeah, I like I like I like that. It's, it's it's a nice little hidden thing we can we
3: can add in. Keeps uh, everybody on their toes. Um, <laughs> James and I talked about that before uh, the podcast. Thought it'd be a great idea to get Chris going because Chris definitely has has his uh, New England Patriots bias. Um, I love the Pats, but when it comes down to it, I can you know be unbiased on them. Versus absolutely. absolutely our Boston
2: What are you talking about?
3: Chris, you looked like you were. Your head was about to pop off. after I just piece said
2: Lamar Jackson conference. owned the whole team. I was talking about with this with James. I watched the game with James.
0: Fair, um, Chris. We just
2: we just uh, wanted to get to get
0: a good laugh in here. You're fine. Me. It's okay. Yeah. yeah um, so yeah, let's I, go into the actual notes about this game. I mean, the read option was a thing. Um, yeah, RPL was heavy in this game. Yeah. Sony Michelle not being able to get it on going through the ground this year, not just this game, has been hurting them. Tremendously.
3: Yeah, and, and it just—it just goes to my point where, um, you know, I—I I wasn't really sure on Sony last year. And he did have a really good, you know, good postseason, but I really think it was a product of the offensive line. And I know I've said this before, but, um, you know, they've had so many injuries on to the offensive line, so many moving parts. I just—they—they're not going to be able to establish a good run game. Um, I just don't think their O line is confident in their ability to block. Mm-hmm. So. I just I, they're, they're having problems with the passing game too with that but I mean yep. it it really it's really prevalent if you if you're too nervous or you don't you're not confident enough in your ability to block upfield you're going to want to
0: step back you know what I mean so For sure um, do you think they needed this loss i mean i mean it's great being undefeated don't get me wrong but do you think they needed this loss to kind of regroup and see where they're actually at because to this point they've played not Strong talent, but like not really great talent either. They're very middle of the road kind of teams. And I feel like this kind of sets them like, all right, this is where we're actually at. And like at the halfway point, like here we go. They're going into a bye week. Right. They can structure. They can keep okay. going to crush.
2: All right. Go ahead, Zach.
0: Okay.
3: Are you sure? Yeah.
2: All
3: right. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, you know, the, the offenses that they've played, um, have n't have really not been that great, um, you um, know. Yeah. You have teams like Washington,
1: the Jets, the Dolphins. I mean, they're all just terrible. I was gonna say, you said middle of the road teams, James. I, yeah. I disagree. They've played literal bottom of the barrel teams. Offenses, all you offenses.
3: Absolutely. There are so the, the Vikings, the, the Vikings. Um, the Giants' defense was really not that bad against them. Uh, the Jets' defense before or all that whole, like, the whole yeah, debacle but, was but okay. but look at the, the records of
1: the teams that they've
3: played. Right, I understand the records, but, I mean, did you think the Steelers were going to be like this at the beginning of the year? No, nope, they a are. Really good, right, they mm-hmm. are, but that was a really good win at yeah, home. To start it off. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they've they've played middle to bottom pack teams so far. Their defense mm-hmm. has been really good. I just think they haven't, until the Ravens game, they hadn't played a really high-powered offense it exposed their defense, and I think it's good for them to know what parts of their defense they need to work on. I obviously didn't want them to lose. I thought they were going to lose because I didn't – I still think they didn't have, have – you know, they weren't tested mm-hmm. um, for sure. all through the first eight games. Um, it, they're 8-1. and one. Like, am I worried? Hell no. I'm not worried at no, all. especially with However, the
0: Chiefs far behind and the Ravens being the second seed as it looks for me.
3: And not that I would ever think the Bills would run the table – But the Bills have a really easy schedule, like, Mm -hmm. coming up. Mm -hmm. They have a really easy schedule coming up. Yeah, we're going to test Josh Allen. The next next five, I think think it's the next five out of six teams
0: are under 500. All right. um, Let's keep talking about the Ravens a little bit here because we've talked a lot about the Patriots. I honestly do not think uh, Ingram was going to be this good going into it. The they can, they
1: can pull it oh. off.
0: I think we lost Zach. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Wait, no, I'm here, I'm here. Okay, you're here. Good. Yeah. Um, what were you saying there, Zach? Well, I was just saying that I, I you know, I sitting at what were they at? six and two play.
3: now. They're a legitimate yeah. team. I mean, they they really have they really have a good chance for the playoffs. Uh, and. That's one thing to watch out because if they, you know, if they win this week, they're only a game behind the Patriots for the division, which is insane to think about right now. Yeah, it's
2: wild. So um, Mark Ingram, though, as you started with, yeah, he, that, I mean, against the Pats, he was finding pockets like nothing really. I thought he looked awesome.
0: Well, I think that goes back to how good Lamar is too. Like I said, they were using the read option a lot, and he was able to look where those linebackers are coming in on and really adjust well.
2: One Lamar, two that offensive line really held that defensive line pretty well. They were oh, pushing yeah. the pockets open a good amount of times.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, another point I wanted to make is I think Marquise Brown is going to be the next star. I think he's the next like NFL receiver guy. Like that kid's really good. I loved him I mean, in Oklahoma. Very good. I mean, he
3: he has the ability to take the top off of defense. That's for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. the kid's got speed. He's, he's got, got pretty good hands. Um, I think yeah. he's pretty junk ball too. So. You know,
0: All right, uh, let's go to our last game, the Kitty game, ladies and gentlemen. Infamous uh, Cowboys 37, Giants 18, Monday night. Um, this one I wrote down as battle of two of the best RBs running backs in our generation with Zeke and Saquon. Given Saquon only has one year, they were able to slow down uh, Saquon, which was kind of weird, especially with that late Van Der mixed in there um they're kind of leading they're not kind of their leading linebacker uh jones kind of made up for that on the ground which is a weird thing to say uh he actually i think led them in rushing and was surprisingly agile which is creepy creepy crazy um he's quick dude i didn't really peg him for like that kind of athletic type but no yeah rushing yards that's that's just interesting that's an interesting stat You you saw it a bit in college, but I mean, no one really watched Duke games, I guess, unless you're like really into it. Uh, The one game I want to tie it back to was like the year before he got drafted. I think they played West Virginia, and it was their only big game of the year, and they got smacked around, and he got smacked around. So it kind of shows Daniel Jones not being good in big situations. And I think this is one of those situations where you get a big win against a conference rival, and you can move up and. Bread. Yeah, didn't really do anything kind of sputtered. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, they, they had
3: a chance early on in the game. Um, and then bizarrely enough, that's when the black
1: cat came in. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you look yeah. at the splits before the black cat and after the black cat, it's Dallas really put it together after that cat came on the field. I don't know if it was bad luck for the Giants, but it sure seemed like it. And the
3: Bruins just scored to take the lead 5-4 to four over Montreal, boys and, boys and girls.
0: And that, uh, we'll talk about this a little bit later, but the college football playoff rankings are out. I am very excited. As you just heard me clap uh, when we were talking about the Pats still. Oh, yes. Very that pumped was... to talk about this. James is a college football genius. Let's keep it moving on to week 10, though. Um, so, week 10 right off the bat. We got a lot, a lot of conference area. Uh, I got keep saying conference, but division rivals. Uh, Chargers, Raiders kick it off on Thursday night. Um, the Chargers kind of really need this push to stay in the in the uh, in the race and the hunt. Uh, the Raiders still going to rely on Jacobs. We'll see what they can do against
1: that defense. Uh, how you guys feeling on this one? With uh, well, the Chargers' defense that just shut down Aaron Jones pretty well. Uh, I think it might be a a real task for Jacobs to get going. Um, But they should be able to to spread it out. Um, Hopefully the Raiders can get some kind of passing attack going. They they do have most of their weapons back and rolling now. Um, But Derek Carr is Derek
0: Carr. Yeah, I was going to say, is the key to stopping the Raiders just make Derek Carr throw the ball?
1: (laughs) Make him actually play quarterback? (laughs) I think they are less effective in that situation, yes.
2: I'm actually going to chime in here real quick because... We all know the Chargers just beat the Packers. But the spread for this game is only one at the moment. Really? really? The Chargers are only favored by one against well, the Raiders.
1: Yeah, the, the Raiders have been playing pretty well. So, I mean, I can see where it would be one. They're, they're both, what, middle of the pack, four and whatever. Ah, well, the Raiders are four and four, I believe. And I believe the Chargers are four and five. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
3: they're they're both middle of the pack teams. Um, I mean, you know, impressive win over the Packers last week, but I I just I feel like the Chargers don't have enough when it comes to a surprisingly decent Oakland
1: defense, which is weird for me to say because they traded their best defensive player last year. Well, they used some of those picks to grab some people. I mean, they don't even have their full defense out there yet. (laughs) Some of those players haven't even played yet.
0: Also, I know, I, I know, I alluded to it earlier, but where is Derwin James? I know he's injured, but I've heard nothing about him coming back.
3: Yeah, I haven't heard anything either. I
0: really, I really couldn't attest to that. that I mean, that's a game changer. Like, might give him a late season push, but they need him soon. They're sitting at, I was looking, sitting at four and five. The Raiders are four and four, and then the Chiefs at six and three. So maybe they could sneak a wild card spot, but I doubt it. The way the Bills look. We'll see. We'll see who's playing on Saturday. Um, Next game on the slate, we've got the Shit Bowl, the Giants and the Jets, Battle of MetLife. Oh, man. Who's away? Who's away this week? I'm just curious. Giants Giants are the away team? Giants are considered the away team
1: in their own home ground. Fuck MetLife, that's so... Moral. I've always
3: found that to be
0: really stupid.
1: Well, we're going to have that same situation if the Chargers stay in L.A. long enough to play in Inglewood. Honestly. Just, that's that's fair. They're and there fair.
3: still won't be any Chargers fans. Oh, it'll be all
0: Rams fans every time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even for um, Justin. Right. Looking at it, I really think that the Giants win this, although it's not going to be a fantastic game. It's going to be a really awfully played game. I think Daniel yeah. Jones leads them to a win. I think this is one of his... Eli Manning-esque games where he just kind of pockets up and wins. I think I
3: think Saquon goes off this game, too. I just feel like the Jets don't have a really good defensive line, and I think they're going to take advantage of that and try to run him as much as possible.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, uh, that's, that's next little, up, at any point, but especially with the Jets coming up, you know? Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Next up, Falcon Saints, another inner division. Um,
2: I don't know who I, – I
0: mean, you got to take the Saints in this. Falcons
2: Biggest are still trash. What's up? Yeah, about- Biggest spread of the week with 13 towards the Saints. Ooh, she's dirty. Uh, like you said, he's got that big thing. spread. I, come on. <laughs> spread those down. points, baby. Mm. I, think I think that will I think that will hit. You
1: think it'll hit?
2: Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Brees is back. Alvin Kamara is supposed to be back this week.
1: Is Matt and Ryan. That Falcons defense couldn't stop anything. Anything. They are horrible. Editing. Yeah. Anything. Uh,
2: moving uh in. Ooh.
1: ooh. What do you
0: got? Tell me. Tell me your secrets.
2: About Matt Ryan? Yeah.
0: Matt he Matty
2: Ice. This year. He doesn't have it this year. I used to like him. I, I just don't think he has it this year. And I hey, think I'm, it's a big,
0: a- I'm a big BC guy. I want to believe in Matt
1: Ice, but Honestly, I don't think their offense looks that, that bad. I think their it just offense. comes down to the fact that they're giving up, like, 38 points a game. Yeah, you can't outscore sure. that much. <laughs> like, um, they're scoring, like, 30-some games, but, like, they're just getting outscored. Point it's line. unfortunate.
0: It's unfortunate. I'm going to have to do a lot in this draft, but keep it rolling. Chiefs-Titans. Um, this could be the game Patrick Mahomes comes back. I think that might be a little too soon for him, if we're going to be honest. I think you still give him another game's rest, especially with a dislocated knee. That's easy enough to re-injure. Not yeah, uh, fair. Yeah. What do you guys think?
2: Hey, you um, think I, I go ahead,
1: Chris. Chris, Chris, do you go ahead. Think it's gonna be a close game. I like this game a lot this week, actually. I think I,
2: this will be an interesting game. So the spread back to spread. Uh, it's only three point five for the Chiefs. Which I feel is low because I think the Chiefs, even like we were talking earlier with Matt Moore, is still a good team.
1: Right. Oh,
0: sorry. We're recording this Tuesday night, though, and that, and that's still with uncertainty about Pat Mahomes
2: that's, starting. So Sunday spreads are not an exact yes. Yeah. And so, give us like some you t- said, Mahomes could be eligible for Sunday. I mean, he's practicing fully, right? Yeah, he ran on
0: the field
3: to celebrate, and he got yeah, yeah. yeah. knocked
2: down uh, by their kicker. Which I bet you he got reamed for after, but... um.
3: I don't know. I I can kind of understand why they're... What is it, three and a half? Yeah. I can kind of understand why. Like, it doesn't matter if they're looking good with Matt Moore, you know, or Patrick Mahomes. Vegas probably likes Patrick Mahomes way better than than they do Matt Moore. They probably have zero confidence in Matt Moore. So, I mean, you really can't get inside the minds of Vegas people... You know the the biggest betters people that much.
2: The Vegas people running.
3: Yeah, I, Vegas. again, this is why you're the you're Vegas. the betting person, not me. So they get
0: one hockey team and look at them. Uh, <laughs> not, bad. Uh, not bad. Absolute shit stomping of the week is going to be Ravens Bengals. Ravens should step into there and just crush. I, I, if the Ravens lose this, I'm going to be shocked. You like, know. absolutely shocked. This is not a situation like the Jets. Like, this is a game that the Ravens should absolutely win. This isn't the Jets beating the Cowboys. This is... You, know, you could put your punter in a quarterback and be fine. You yeah, could put fucking Justin Tucker in there and just have him kick field goals from wherever. <laughs> from, from wherever, yeah. Let's, all right, let's 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 talk about this for a quick second, just to divert. I think you could still get, like, a high pick for Justin Tucker. I think you could trade Justin Tucker for at least, like, a two or a three
2: justin tucker yeah uh maybe a late three i don't think
0: well, why are we trading for justin tucker no i'm just saying like hypothetically like if, if they were gonna trade and they needed like either a booster or like they were trading justin tucker for some ungodly reason he's probably worth about a two or a three do not with that two to some teams a three to most I mean, it depends on how
3: kicker needy they are. To someone like the Patriots right now, it'd be worth like a late first.
1: <laughs> like, and Justin <laughs> Tucker in in the age of the most inconsistent kickers that I mean I've ever seen in my life. This is right now. horrendous. You hard. get a guy like Justin Tucker; he is so far beyond the most accurate kicker now and in NFL history that it, it, it he's worth that. Well, oh, that's got to be interference! Come
0: on, he missed a kick. In the Pats game, right? And it was barely missed.
1: Yeah. Like, over the pole, a little bit more to the left. And Still, he's missed, like, two kicks in it. the last three years or something ridiculous.
2: Yeah. And, and you haven't won, really focus much on that so far, though. But what is up with kicking this year? You oh. almost haven't. for le- the past few years.
0: Blair yeah. Walsh started it. <laughs> oh, God.
1: In that Seahawks playoff game. Oh, God, yes. The 25-yard chip shot that he missed.
2: Yeah. But it's been like this literally yeah since blair walsh but we have not and it just gets worse and worse by the season
1: honestly since they moved the extra point i I don't know if that's like really just shaking the kickers to the core but kickers are like closing pitchers or starting pitchers man you can't like fuck
0: with their rhythm like you can't do that kind of shit to it
2: they're crazy is there there something the nfl is doing different i want to figure out what is going on Okay, yeah, they, so they, move, they move the, moved back. the extra yeah. point back. So you, you can't see three steps back anymore. Do you only get two? Are they not like.
0: No, 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 no. no. They literally moved.
2: Thing, you know, no, like, take, they
1: took the position of the ball and moved it from the two yard line to the 15 yard line. That's what they did.
2: No, I know that. But they did that last year, not this year. Two years ago?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay, it doesn't change anything. How it's gotten
1: worse? It Changed everything. No, it changed fucking no, everything. I'm every everything. <laughs>
2: more this kick this season than last season. Oh, look!
0: What I'm saying are is, you? like, pickers are a weird breed. Like, like I said, with the starting pitchers, closing that's pitchers, need to be in that rhythm. They need you can't fuck with anything.
2: We're gonna do a segment next week called Chris Investigates, and I'm gonna figure this out.
0: All right, moving along. <laughs> Please get on that Chris. Let's see what happens. Please try to DM every kicker from the Boda account. I'm gone. Um,
1: <laughs> why do you
0: suck? Hashtag cast Money. At Adam Venetari. Please. Like if for some reason the tweets come out in like crayon like it's written like that.
1: Um,
3: <laughs> Italian stallion, this is Christopher Cassidy. Why do you oh, suck so much? So <laughs> you only get two hundred and
0: forty characters. Anyway, uh, Bills and Browns. Uh, this one's not a must win. Nothing's a fucking must win for us anymore. This one's more of a you got to win it for confidence. And good luck. <laughs> if you lose, maybe Freddy's fired, finally. Let's go. That's another one. We need the trade banker. <laughs> Stop
2: it. Can I ask how he hasn't been fired from last week? I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I wish know. I <laughs> had an answer for you. I do not know. And one more thing for this game. Over is 40.5. I think that will hit.
1: Under as under. hell. Under.
3: under. I'll go with the under on
1: that one, actually. Yeah.
3: I mean, last time that these two teams
1: met, they scored 65 points combined. But, I don't think so this time around. Yeah, this time around. The Bill's no. defense is too good for that. All all teams teams, team like, the thing
0: about all of us saying this is, like, the over is going to fucking hit, and Chris is going to come in this fucking podcast next week. And just like, Woof, woof, just swinging his dick.
2: Guys, that's 21-20 to 20 score. Yeah. Dick Chubb well, gets two touchdowns almost weekly. But you're right.
0: Baker gets 40 points. Nothing but red zone touchdowns. Uh, yeah,
2: Baker's yep. just yep. god. You know?
0: Big god. Anyway. um
2: Enough already.
0: What so could change. actually be a very close game. IMO. Uh, the Cardinals and Bucks. Um cardinals have looked hot bucks have looked like trash this could be the game where Jameis is like i'm gonna play i'm gonna decide to show up and show you why it was a first round pick it could also just be the bucks collapsing so i don't really know what we're looking at there honestly going into it um all right good input so moving on <laughs> I, I don't have much
3: to say on that one except bruce arian's revenge tour
0: i don't know
1: oh yeah hey
0: there we go. Um, Chris, you got anything? You hiding off-screen eating chips again?
2: I'm eating. Don't mind me. They're actually
0: me. extra toasty Cheez-Its. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Chris, oh, stuff that that's all he um, keeps in his bed. I mean, honestly. <laughs> yeah, he keeps a box on his bed, I swear.
1: You we were
2: talking a uh, couple uh, of I think the first podcast, about how the Cardinals are not terrible. Mm-hmm. They're definitely better than last season. I think it will be an interesting game to watch, but I don't think it's anything to focus on. I mean... I think it'll just be entertaining, honestly, if anything. Yeah, yeah. It's Tampa Bay, again, I'm just lost at how they have... I really think they have a good team. And then you look at Jameis, and it, like, <laughs> flattens everything out, I think. But that's Not really. my opinion. That's my personal opinion.
1: I respect Their pass defense needs a
0: lot of work, too. But... yeah. They they have a pretty solid defense, but their secondary's got off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Linebackers defensive lines good good enough. Yeah. Secondary's trash. Um yeah. let's let's keep it rolling. NFC North, we got the Lions and Bears matching up. I, I don't see any way that the Bears win this game. Um Yeah. I don't got much else to say about it. Honestly. It's
1: going to be an interesting game between two teams that... I don't know who's going to win that game, to be honest with you. Are you That's serious? <laughs> you
0: really, you really think Mitch is going to step in there and hit a home run this time?
1: I don't think it has anything to do with Mitch. I, I think they could win games without Mitch playing particularly well if the defense plays like it can and they give the ball to Montgomery. And where is Drake Cohen? Again. how where did, did he, he go? go? He yeah. is... Bat- Browns have been that
0: the Bears are just the 2018 Jaguars. Literally, honestly, absolutely,
1: man. I completely agree.
0: Honestly, fantastic defense, god awful offense.
2: Except the Bears don't have the boat like the Jaguars did. Blake Bortles. <laughs> Blake Bortles.
3: Yeah. Now, now the Rams have the boat.
2: Yeah. yeah. What i in for, for my fucking Jared Goff. Jared, I'm into it. <laughs> All
0: right. <laughs> uh, Dolphins and Colts. We'll see if Jacoby ends up starting this week. Um, there's no way that the Dolphins ride a hot streak into Indianapolis. Actually, I think um, it, even if you could play Brissett in this one, though, if you're Frank Reich, do you? No. Yeah, no. I give him the sit. I, I honestly the rest. He's playing the Dolphins, come on. Yeah, but give. him the my- start
2: as quarterback? <laughs> Put vegetarian as quarterback. Let him get a few hits oh. and get the blood hey, that guy, how old is Vinatieri now? Forty. Uh,
0: pretty historic.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'd like to see him throw a football. He can probably throw max 10 yards. He's so old, but just minute. let him kick it to all his players. I'm That's sure how Alex
0: be. Smith had a career until his leg got demolished. Oh, uh, have Paula Lawrence blood. Taylor style. Yeah, Paula Lawrence. Um, Drew,
1: your Packers are taking on the Panthers this week. How are you feeling there? Um, They should definitely be able to get the run game going. I think Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams both have pretty solid days on the ground. Um, Aaron Jones has a pretty solid day through the air, I think, um, just based on them getting the ground game going again. Um, the Panthers' secondary isn't too, too bad. Um, and then the defense has to find a way. I don't know what the answer is going to be to Christian McCaffrey. Um, it's hard to find an answer. Yeah, they're defense on uh cuz yeah. they they can't stop, stop the normal running backs never mind Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. So, I think that's going to be a real deciding factor in the game is whether he has 100 yards on the ground or 300 yards on the ground. So, <laughs> how many in the hundreds does he get? Um I- <laughs> Rams-Steelers
0: next up on the slate. Uh, Steelers defense, I think Zach didn't give him credit last week, to be perfectly honest. But they're starting to kind of piece it together. Like I said, Minka's yeah. looking solid. TJ's looking great on there, okay. looking like the better Watt. I have a hot take that the Texans should trade JJ Watt in the offseason, but they're not going to. I wrote that down in, like, a tired exhaustion. Yeah. Like, oh, JJ TJ. I have to st- no, not trade for him. I think the Texans just trade him all together because he hasn't fucking played a full season, and I don't know how long.
3: Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I, I guess, I guess I didn't, I didn't really give the Steelers defense much credit. Um, I think, like you said this week, um, you know, the making Fitzpatrick trade really helped them. Um, they mm-hmm. do have really good pieces on the defense. They just hadn't gelled together, and I still wasn't willing to give them credit. But I think, you know. They've had a pretty good performance against the Colts last week. and Granted, Jacoby Brissett went out, and they had Brian, Ho- Brian Hoyer playing. So, right. can I give them full credit? Not really. They still got the
0: win, but... Hey, man, they got a good young defense. Besides a TJ and Minka, I mean, you got to talk about Devin Bush, too. Like, that kid's yep. beast. Like, new-age linebacker through and through. The dude's quick, he can cash, and he can hit hard. Like, it's exactly what you want. Very, like, old-school, like you, Miami. Um... Moving along, I know someone has this as the game of the week. Vikings-Cowboys. Is that you, Zach? That's me, yeah.
3: Vikings-Boys.
0: Oh, Kirk is bad.
3: Yeah, back at cornerback. Wow. Well, you no, 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 no. Like I understand. If he's beat. playing quarterback in, in Pittsburgh, that's fine. I'm just
0: All saying right, so the it's, two of us who are related have this as the game of the week. Zach, you taste your, You put your point out, Chris. You tail? Sure. Um, yeah, up? I mean, my, my game of the week um, features the two best running backs – uh, I think in the
3: league, at least Bears. this year, in Dalvin Cook Bears. and Zeke. I mean, obviously Zeke was suspended, but ever since he's been back, he's been pretty much on a t- on a tear. So, uh, um, I, I I think it'll be good. I mean, both both teams have have a decent defense, so it'll be interesting to see um, which running back can can really benefit. Um, um, and another another interesting thing I think from this might be Cousins and Cousins v Dak. So. Uh, neither of them are really great quarterbacks, but they've having, as of late, they've been having decent seasons. I mean, Dak started off way hotter, and has kind of fizzled out a little bit. Cousins, the opposite, really started off, didn't do too great, and then um, the past couple weeks has been having a pretty good,
0: pretty good. I do in fact like that, Chris. State your case.
2: I just want to see the Cowboys lose.
0: I
3: mean so that's, that's right the, the Yankees I think
2: of the I think NFL. it'll be an entertaining game, like Zach said. If Kirk Cousins can find Diggs and Thielen if he plays, I think it will be a really interesting game. I
3: think they I think they ruled Thielen out for Week Ten. I just yes. want to say
2: did I was going to say You're right? Thielen he is not playing. Yeah. Okay, so Diggs. <laughs> Diggs and that other guy. Diggs. Diggs. Right. Dalvin Cook. We'll see what happens. That
1: uh, other and
0: rounding off oh. this week Monday Night Football my game of the week I stole this one out from everyone Seahawks 49ers the NFC West is fun this is going to be a shootout I hope or it's going to be a test to show that maybe Jimmy Garoppolo is not that good oops but uh, we'll see. see see if Russell Wilson I, honestly, well, MVP so for here's my question to you where yeah. are they playing dude yeah San- uh, it is the Seahawks at San Francisco. So they're playing a
3: Candlestick. They're playing in they're Levi. They're playing in San Francisco. San Francisco takes this game. Really? I think I, th- oh. I think this is the I think this is the series we'll see this season. That's the home and home. I think the Seahawks will win their game, win the game yeah. against them at home, and I think the 49ers will win their game
0: against uh, the, the Seahawks at home. I right. You know, I it's I have a hard time arguing that. Both of them, I guess, have a pretty solid home field advantage. I mean, that's after seeing the 0-8 Niners uh, last year or two years ago. I can't remember what that was. Like, barely selling out the stadium. They're packing that shit in now. Yeah. so I mean, we'll see you know, oh, it's,
3: one of, it's one of the teams where you should be able to do that. I mean, I understand yeah. they've had a pretty rough couple of last years, but, I mean,
0: they were it's the, team of the, they, they were the team of the
3: 80s. You know what I mean? They were yeah. the team of the 80s. So they still have they still have stake they still have brand. Um, it's really it, it's at least it's it's good that they're they're
0: a good team this year. You know what I mean? At least yeah. for the NFL. The no, same it's thing good like the brand for sure. Yeah. The NFL is better when like the old school teams are good. Like when the Cowboys, as much as I hate it, are good, or when the like Raiders. the Raiders, the Niners, the Packers. Right. Like it, it's good when they're good. Yeah. Mister is be Better well. if everyone was good. <laughs>
3: True. You yeah, better like have. You'd rather oh, have. Do a feed
0: Miami Raiders,
3: Packers, Vikings, Chiefs. All of them are good. Or would you have rather have a league where it's Panthers, Buccaneers, Jaguars, Cardinals? Yeah, like, sure. come on. Yeah. Yeah. If if you're the NFL, you want big names. If you have if you have smaller teams that are not good, like smaller markets, that's the point. Glendale, Arizona, not a good market. Very small. Yeah.
0: Very small. Um, I'm gonna ignore the sexual windows there. Uh, so that's our recap for, or that's our preview for Week Ten. Um, quick little storyline that kept popping up this week: the Chargers relocation. Yes. Uh, beginning, it seemed like they were talking like, "Oh, maybe St. Louis," and I think like St. Louis was pumped about that. Like, "Yeah, fuck it, give us that." We lost the Rams. Like, we want a team back. And then all of a sudden, it was like jolly old London wants the Chargers wants the. Uh, yeah, the Chargers and I just don't. I don't think that works. I'm not a big fan of sending a team to London. I think sending a team to
1: Canada. No, or me- I it, know. Just it doesn't make It doesn't
3: sense.
0: work. Right. I mean, he, he's
3: right. It's way too much Branded. travel, too much planning involved. I mean, basically, and not only that, you're you're basically having an entire 53 man roster plus practice squad living somewhere in London. Where yeah. where are they gonna live? <laughs>
1: I mean. Right. they could live in the suburbs. They could they'll find a spot to live, but where yeah, yeah. Where are they really gonna play where are they gonna practice? Where I know they're gonna,
3: yeah. they gonna work most, out? Most
0: likely they'd be playing at Wembley, but I mean they yeah, they do have soccer stadiums there,
1: Drew. So right, there are other
0: teams. There
3: are there sports. There are soccer happening.
1: teams that play at these soccer stadiums too As well,
2: like like
3: twenty four seven. Like they will yeah. play
1: It's
2: not even I yeah. awesome. it, it all falls back to yeah. how long soccer have been around a yeah. schedule? in London would be so hard then plus come off season everyone's going to go back to the state they'd
1: have to fly back and forth between here and London eight times a year not only that every game
3: that they played at home would be literally like 915 right yeah. if, oh, no, if, they, ridiculous. if they if they played if they played on a monday night or no oh, excuse me any team that comes to them on a thursday night that either is not coming off the bye or played a game on sunday is royally
0: fucked Think about
3: Monday. They have a day to travel. They get there Tuesday. I was going to say, yeah, think of like
0: a short, short week to travel and they have to go over to the West Coast. Yeah. That's awful. (laughs) Your team's spent. There is no way you're playing well.
1: And you can't have every time a team goes to London, they can't have a bye the week after. that's not not how it works. works. (laughs) Yeah. That's how Um, they did it this year with the London games, but they only had three of them. Yeah. Right. And they're trying to make it as fair as possible. Right. Um...
3: I to I saying, like oh, up to the Chiefs are not the one saying, let's play in this market." NFL is marketing that for them, so it's Dude. fair if they the, the NFL schedules them like that. So, right. I can see that.
0: All right, um, we're gonna keep moving along because that was, however, or however that was, a uh, a false rumor. As the Chargers spat that one out real quick. Uh, let's talk a little college football, boys. Let's discuss. Uh, I didn't really get into many games this week. But the biggest news was Florida State finally firing Willie Taggart, which sucks for them because it costs about $20 million over the next two years, I think. But
3: it's a good oh, they're move. They're up,
0: up uh, his contract, it, right? What's up? They're just eating up his contract. Yeah. Just devouring that fat fat yeah. man. It sucks. But Florida State's been a shit show program for the past few years. They haven't been able to put it back together like the since, U has. <laughs> since Jameis left. Since Jameis left, honestly. It's been about that since the undefeated season they it's been bad it's been bad they've gone through coaches i didn't think willie was necessarily the answer to get them to the college football playoff but they need a lot they need a lot more to get them there they produce some good players some really high draft picks. but yeah they need they need success in the school now not necessarily after and speaking of the college football playoffs your boy's a genius Latest rankings, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Let's go right down what we got here. Ohio State has the number one spot. LSU takes two. Alabama takes three. Ladies and gentlemen, falling out of the five. Clemson. And number four is Penn State. That sounds like a fantastic slate of games. I love that. I love every single matchup there. I want that right now. (laughs) Feed me especially with LSU Alabama around the corner. Well, you would think you would think with that game one of them would fall out of the top 4, right? Realistically, one of them might fall out of the top 4. I mean, but still strength of schedule favors that. So, maybe not, maybe they slide, but a couple wins can pull them right back in and that's the benefit of the SEC. True. Um so, we're going to we're going to leave that there cuz I know you guys aren't necessarily big college guys. Let's move into something you are and do. Zach, talk to me about some NHL. Awesome. So, um,
3: as, as most of you have probably noticed throughout this entire podcast, I've been looking up. The Bruins are on right now. Um, they were up 5-4, to four, got a goal overturned, and now it is 5-4 Montreal. They have about 58 seconds left empty net. Uh, if they score, you'll see. If they don't, you'll also see it on my face. Um, NHL's been pretty great. I mean, as a Bruins fan, it's been fantastic. Uh, the Bruins are an actual buzzsaw right now. They're just cutting through teams left and right. Um, you know they're losing this game right now, but um, at any moment they could score and tie the game. Um, they've scored, they've, they've received points in I believe nine of their last ten games.
2: Here it is. Um, here. So,
3: oh, is yeah, weird. I know it was pretty
0: close. But anyways, they looked looked um, were looking for. Guys. Yeah, I
3: know. <laughs> we probably had the game on at the same time, but
0: yeah. Um, Super romantic. You
3: no, know, they they had a, they had a decent game last night. They made a ton of mistakes in the second period. Um, and ended up going down four to three at the end of the second, but they um, they held strong. They tied the game up. Um, Marshawn scores the goal uh, the game winning goal towards the end of the period, um, and then they scored an empty netter as well. So, um, yeah, they've they've been pretty good. Um, I would say the Capitals are also flying pretty high. Um, you know, they've had a good stretch of games. Uh, I believe they have points in their last six games. Um, I wrote about this in the article. I think that you know Brayden Holby's finally stepping up this year again. Um, he, he had his, his ups and downs last year, especially during the playoffs, um, but they seem like they're doing okay right now. Um, Jakub Rana has a hat trick, uh, his first career hat trick. Um, and uh, Alex Ovechkin, um, again, just continues to score from his, his location on the power play. So,
1: yeah.
3: Um, what else do I have here? Uh, the Sharks in the Wild in the Western Conference. Uh, I don't know what's going on with the Sharks. Uh, it's really interesting. Um, they just can't seem to find a way to win. They really don't have any answers right now.
0: I mean, like talent that be there. I mean,
3: well, no, the talent is there, and they were in the Western Conference Finals last year. They they mm-hmm. they were they took the, what the Blues to seven, right? Yeah, they took the Blues to seven. I mean, I think I think it's just a it's just a matter of um they they, they just they're, they're just not yelling depth but they also lost I, and, and another big point for me is they lost their captain Joe Pavelski is on the stars now I mean they they haven't had a suitable captain I mean when Joe Pavelski took over they really rallied around Joe around him you know what I mean so sure uh, I just I just think there's a there's a certain spot for someone that needs to take over and I just think Joe Thornton doesn't want it anymore he's too old Patrick Marleau was off the team last year and came back in he wasn't part of that culture so they don't trust him as much and you know, where's Brent Burns? Why isn't Brent Burns taking that role? You know what I mean? So I just think they have certain, they have some issues that they need to work out um, as a group. Um, you know, they just, I just, they haven't so far. So, um, and another thing, the wild, I'm really surprised. Devin Dubnik really, usually every year he he starts off solid, but he's just been atrocious this year. Their defense has been terrible. Um, Zach Parise is a minus 12 on the year so far. So, I mean, they're, they're top players out there and making losing plays basically i mean you know if you have a minus 12 you're out there for 12 more goals than you are when you're scored so it just it doesn't it just seems bizarre to me to see such high caliber players having such a low plus minus
0: it's fair yeah the, the depressing thing to me i mean the bruins as a record this just lost but um the, i've talked about this multiple times when you have like five different sports apps on your phone all telling you your team lost. Really, really just puts a damper on the end of your fucking day. That's not- fair. I mean, tough, that tough is- loss for
3: the Bruins, but they did just, this was a back-to-back, and they had to fly up to Montreal. And they really did stay in the game the entire time. They made a few mistakes that cost them, probably. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, they're now 11-2-2. and They still have the best record in the NHL. Um, you know, I'm not worried. I still think they'll make the playoffs. I, big big whoop. One game out of 82 sucks that it was against the canadians wish they could have won that game but i always want to see them them, win. that just gives that just gives them a little feel for next time knowing that they weren't at 100 percent um and you know when they are and they play the canadians again i'm sure
0: that'll it'll be a lot better sure babe all right next segment uh my sweet stoned stoned boy drew is gonna talk to us about some baseball uh, we've got recently, uh, actually today, came out that they want to start using an automated strike zone. Uh, we're getting into that. We'll talk some free agent window that's going to lead to the steamiest hot stove we've seen after <laughs> last year's really boring hot stove. Yeah, you like that. Uh, uh, Drew, how are we feeling? I, actually, boys, in general, how are we feeling about this automated strike zone situation?
1: I I like it and I don't like it. I'd like that you'd finally have consistency. I'd like that you'd have a defined strike zone 100% of the time. That's appealing. But then you're also taking the human aspect of umpiring out of the game. I feel like that's always been part of the game. You know, each umpire has their own strike zone to a degree with, you know, little differences here and there. And that's part of the game. But then you see some of the umpiring from even like the World Series, the last game, some of the strikes that they're calling are just not strikes.
2: Not great. Not even close.
1: It, it, they're not close. It's it's really really
3: tough to watch. I mean, we watched game 7 and there were a couple of throws in there, a couple of pitches in there. We were just ugh. like, "Oh my lord, what yeah, are they I mean, looking yeah,
2: at?" I saw those too and like I think it's a good and a bad thing. Uh, the, they're going to try it in the minor leagues first, right? I would hope so. <laughs> well, Listen, no, I, it's already like said they're going to definitely do it there. Uh, I just don't know when, if it's next season. They said they're going to
0: start unrolling methods in 2020. So, I, I really, you know... Good old Rob.
3: I think what they should do is instead of implementing... What is it? An automatic pitch...
1: It it's the same. It would probably be the same things that they have, you know, on the broadcasts. You know, they show yeah. the pitch and where it goes, and it was in the strike zone. It's a the strike theme. Yeah, I I feel like I feel like they should they should be able to utilize it.
3: However, it shouldn't be every single pitch. It should just be like kind of like a coach's challenge thing. It's there if the coach if if. And then it the coach. Like all right, but important I feel like the, the coach's challenge.
1: It needs to be quick and concise. Like Correct. challenge the play, put it up on the big screen in center field, and look at it. Yeah, <laughs> don't oh, right, right. Put on a headset. Don't go under a hood. Like it's no, it's easy. It's it is. It's either a strike or it's not, and we can
3: all see. Right, it. that's the point. Is that if you're using it like that, and you you can use it for a coach's challenge, you go in. If it's if it is a strike, call it
1: a strike. Call it out whatever. I'm, I just feel like it should be used for a very important I also think there's too much that goes out. on in a pitch sometimes. You know, if there's runners on base, if there's if different situations happen where you can't always challenge a, a strike call like that. Yeah. Right. What if the umpire calls a strike that the catcher dropped and a runner advanced on, but then you challenge it and it's a ball so he doesn't get the strike? What happens to the runner on base? Like, there's a whole bunch of different... Right. Well, we here's have, the thing, and I feel like I feel like you should be only be
3: granted a certain number of coaches' challenges, right? I think that I think you, that they're only um, allowed a certain number of baseball. I spirit. know they are in hockey and football, obviously. Um, but you know, I, maybe maybe they one one pitch a game that they can challenge one pitch.
1: I think that's asinine. I'm just saying that that's, that's an option. I, I, I you can't limit it that hard. So but that's that's the point then. I think if there are any egregious pitches that occur, I I think it should be I think there should be someone reviewing every pitch and saying, you know, they should have like official scorer reviews. Yeah. So if the umpire makes a call and it's like, "Whoa, dude, that's not a strike. What are you talking Terrible about?" someone should be ball. able to say, "No. That's a that's a ball." Yeah. yeah.
2: But that's
3: I don't
1: think you should have to challenge
3: it. Right. I mean, uh, like I understand it's
0: part of the game,
3: but
2: you know, it really leaves a lot way too much at
0: the
2: you know yeah all right let's let chris get some input here between you so it goes back i'm with Drew here because there's also i mean yeah you have less room for human error but umps have discretion and you need to if you're pinning a fastball in the top corner it could be a strike for one ump, a ball for another plus you have to take into the size of the player's so, you know the arm reach like how are they going to do that on automated if you have a five foot three player well you just
1: adjust to... the the size of the they do. like they do, yeah, on the those L- do everything.
2: but it's still cha- like the automatic the ump i feel like the a human ump just sees you know they have discretion there compared to an automatic strike zone you don't have discretion
1: a ball or a strike well see I don't think there should be any discretion in calling balls and strikes they're either balls or they're strikes I, I don't think you should be like well it could be a strike if the guy was you know a little bit taller I don't think there should be any discretion or thought no, about no, it not, short, not like but. that like
2: pinning a corner if I pin a corner with the curved ball right? right that is half and half you calling that a strike or a ball half inside half half in the zone half out of the zone
1: Touches it's it, a strike. It's
2: a strike. Right, right. So now, some in some cases, an ump will call that a ball.
1: Right. That, that that's again just the human. And I don't think having a human aspect is any benefit. I think it's just tradition. Yeah, Baseball so sport is it very rooted in tradition. Yeah. I, I think it would be more <laughs> beneficial to have a consistent, accurate strike zone 100 yeah. percent of the time. I mean, but it, I'd miss an umpire standing behind home plate.
3: Yeah, it would weird. Weird. be weird. <laughs> it'd look weird. It
1: would be weird. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the
3: umpire would still. I understand him calling balls and strikes is the initial. You know, it, it's it's the most important thing that You're an umpire does. But there's us. other things that umpires do. Behind so what's the what's blitz?
1: the employed umpire going to do? Other than right. throw the ball down. Okay. Okay. Lean on the backstop and hang out, just just chill. Right, let's
0: let's let's wheel it in here. We've talked about this long enough. Fair. Yeah. Let's let's get into free agents. Jesus, I did not expect that to take off that damn much. <laughs> Goddamn discretion. Um, let's talk some free agents. <laughs> Number one on I think everyone's list has gotta be Garrett Cole. Hundred percent. Like who wanna write out? Um Anthony Rendon's up there too, Strasburg. Yep. Zach yeah. Wheeler's on that list, Mad Bum, Yasmani Grandal, Josh yep. Donaldson's up there, Hugh Jin Rue, Ryu. I'm not gonna pretend like I understand how to say that. But he's up there. There, there there's a ton of big names this offseason that are looking to get paid. I
1: yeah, and they are going to, without They're a doubt. To. Especially number one Garrett Cole. Yeah, Garrett oh, Cole's I think he walks over to the Los Angeles Angels and collects a boatload of money. Oh, really? A fuck ton. <laughs> An absolute fuck ton. Yes. If he's uh, only going but- his
0: age, 29, age 30 season. Like, he's still got a few more years out of that. He can get paid for those.
3: He oh, should.
1: He will. He will. For mm-hmm. sure. And I like the Angels as a landing spot for him. Um, Anthony Rendon is another interesting name. I can't see him leaving Washington. I'd be shocked. I'd be really I think shocked. he is the guy that they build their team around for the next decade. At age 29. Yes.
0: Okay. Okay. Right. Maybe uh, you, years. okay, I was gonna say like ten years excessive, but you know, I could see him being a veteran player with that team. I, I yeah. get that for sure.
1: Yeah, um, five, five to seven years a core veteran.
0: Yeah.
3: I just wanna point out that he looks like Serge from
0: System of a Down, but He does with that, <laughs> yeah.
3: that Fu Manchu yeah.
1: goatee yeah. thing, yes. Um uh, fantastic.
0: And then another a, a shocking one to me was Strasburg opting out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. how long before he gets signed by the Yankees
1: oh I hope a long long time <laughs> <laughs>
0: I hope so too
1: But I anyways. hope it never comes to that I love Steven Strasburg and it would break my heart to see him go to the Yankees to see him go to the Yanks <laughs> oh I would oh my god please go I'm
2: interested is so JD did not opt out so he's back that on the right side
1: which right. means some very interesting things for Mookie Betts, which I, I don't he,
2: like. Yeah, I can't stand that. We're Top of on that team I I, anywhere other than the Sox. Right?
0: Mookie Betts is the best developed Sox player since fucking Carly Ostremski. You can't
1: fucking trade Mookie him. Betts is arguably the best player in the league right now. Yeah. You can't lose him. You, can't. Exactly. you gotta find some other way. Exactly. And, Release J.D. Martinez. Fuck his opt-in whatever bullshit. Pay him his money and say, go away. I'll take Mookie over J.D. all day, every day.
2: Every correct? day. I'd rather I have him Mookie on the, same page the gold that. glove than all that over D.A.
1: Oh, especially with the gold glove this year. That's a good-ass point. Yeah, and he's always been the best defensive right fielder in the league since he started. Mm-hmm. He's he's unreal. you can yep. throw, he can catch,
0: he covers ground like... He's a you five not, tool player it, it, straight you up. He hit the you net, won. Won. You fucking one. You can't put JD in right field and make it happen. Right, mm-hmm. not, not exactly. like Moogie. No. Especially not in Fenway Park. No. That right field no. is I'm uh, awesome. the name that pops out to me is Mad Bum. I'm interested to see where he ends up. I know he's I not I think happy. we should hang up the cleats and go home. He's he ain't got it no more. He really doesn't. Which is what's kind of like throwing me off here. I know his name was circulated around a couple of AL teams, like I know the Yankees and Sox are both interested, but I I just don't see it anymore. I think just call it.
1: If if he um, were to go somewhere, I'd I'd see it more of like a an up and coming team that just needs a veteran boost in their pitching staff, the the Twins, the Braves, something yeah. like that. Fair enough. Um, but I he should hang them up. My sneaky <laughs> yeah. good name
0: on here that could is not going to be like a big contract, maybe, but will be like a good role player. Josh Donaldson, I mean, age 34 season, still has a lot, a few good, not a lot, a few good years left in him. You can get some worth out of that for sure, and
1: I think, I think a team is going to take advantage of that, just don't know who. I, I think he could probably stay put in Atlanta. I, th- I think that'll probably be how it works out. He's worked out really well down there. Um, really? Well down there. Idolized his career down there. Another name that sticks out to me is Dallas Keuchel.
0: Oh, I forgot Dallas Keichel.
1: Yeah. He's kind of gotten lost in the mix. I mean, he was the, the ace in Houston, what, two, three years ago? Not even? Yeah, for, the, for the World Series winning team. Yeah. Uh, and now he's buried in their rotation and off the team, basically, at this point. Like, he didn't play at all last year. No. Uh, but there, there are some teams that could use his talents, I'm sure. So I think he'll get himself at least a nice little contract. We'll see. All right. So we're going to round off baseball with that. And uh,
0: we'll start, I believe, rounding off the episode. We're getting a little bit long here. Um, Let's finish off with our poll of the week. Let's discuss our non-QB MVP pick. Because let's be honest, it's always going to go to a quarterback. No matter what, the MVP is going to be a quarterback. Are you going to take Dalvin or are you going to take Christian McCaffrey, boys? I'll give you a quick stat line here to give you a little uh, reference. Christian McCaffrey has, has 1,244 total yards with 13 touchdowns. Dalvin's got 1,232 with nine all on the ground.
2: So what do you, what you guys think? CMC. CMC. I mean, the
3: obvious, the obvious choice is Christian McCaffrey. Obvious choice.
2: Yeah. Right.
3: I mean, I, I I have to say, though, in, in Dalvin Cook's defense is that, you know, He's getting all of those rushing yards. I mean, it, it's, you know, who, who's the better running back? Like, specifically on the ground? i go Dalvin Cook.
0: Yeah. Christian McCaffrey, Christian better McCaffrey all-around. A back, a player, but I think Dalvin Cook is a better running back.
3: For, for, for that pick, I would pick Christian McCaffrey. I mean, I think he's, you know, what did you say, 1,400 total yards, thirteen, well, 13. Uh, Dalvin,
0: twelve,
3: forty four. Oh, Dalvin, 1,200, 1,232. Yeah, so, you know, they're, they're comparable in yards. mm mm-hmm. um, I just—I really think that it shows, um, you know, that the Vikings have more weapons than the Panthers do. Because the offense goes through Christian McCaffrey. No, no, right. I'm just saying. The offense goes through Christian McCaffrey. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Which
1: Which is why you'd want to pick him as your MVP. Right, and which is why I think that it's impressive that he's been able to have a better year than Dalvin Cook, marginally albeit. Right. But when he's the only guy that you need to key on, and he can still do what he's done, right. compared to Dalvin Cook, who's exactly. looking at Thielen and Diggs and Cousins throwing the ball, and there's so many more weapons to be concerned with with the Vikings offense, mm-hmm. Cook should have room to do this.
2: Every what? defense that plays the Panthers is literally waiting for McCaffrey to run, and he still surprises them and gets through.
1: He's so quick. Mm-hmm. He hits those holes as soon, before they open up. He's through them.
2: He's it, gone, yeah. Okay.
1: One,
0: one more thing I want to talk about today, um, real quick, is my – My favorite thing to watch, which is Max Kellerman or Stephen A making takes. Uh, Kellerman today, on I forget what show, said that the Eagles wide receivers are dropping passes because Carson Wentz is a bad leader. That is an actual quote. I forgot
1: to talk about that earlier in the show. He's
3: not wrong on Carson once being a bad leader, but he's completely wrong on
0: why the wide receivers.
3: It's, it's not a
1: cause-effect so relationship between it those it. two events. Right. It.
0: it seems like he wanted, he had a take, he wanted to get it out, and use that as the way to do it. Yeah. Kind of
3: looked up. Wow. Look, kind of like wrong formula,
0: also wrong answer. Yeah. 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 You did not get the right answer. <laughs> no. No right not answer. Not wrong. Right. But yeah. All right, uh, guys, I think that's going to wrap it up unless you you all have anything you want to say. Um, no, I mean, I think, you know, overall, fantastic session, guys. Fantastic little session. Yeah. Uh, my pleasure to lead it this time. Thank yeah. you, boys. Um, as always, you can find us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, at Bota Sports. You can find us on WordPress at thebotaSports.wordpress.com. We're working hard, literally to get that is just a com with no wordpress in between um we're gonna be posting a bunch we'll have this uploaded by tomorrow for you all wednesday you'll be your ears will be blessed with the sounds of our voice and chris's beautiful beautiful takes and chip eating um ladies and gentlemen i think that's it thank you so much for joining us today yes, and, thank uh, you all for the yeah, yeah thank you As so always, much appreciate it guys thank you so much Enjoy. have a good one y'all We we all love you. Goodbye.